Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. You can hear me, right? Yes. All right, beautiful. All right, so I think, so this is what I want to say. I want to say welcome, everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, and today we're going to have a wonderful show with Robin Armstrong, who is the owner of Mountain Gypsy Home Imports. Now, because this is a special time away from my regular show, um, I honestly um, am kind of discovering that maybe people can't call in right now. So um, it's something that we will have a wonderful time doing the interview, and then um, and then we'll return to our other hourly call when I normally do my radio shows on Thursday evenings. Hey, Robin, thanks, thanks, thanks for joining me for today on our show. Are we on? We are. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't so, realize you were... Yeah, I was just letting the listeners know because, you know, you had said a moment ago that you were now having a hard time getting in. And this is not my normal uh, show. 
right. oh, this is where uh, I'm doing it. You know, okay. I had I, – well, go ahead. Okay. All right, so anyway, what I had been talking about, you and I had been talking that you're gonna, you have this wonderful store out in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I know it's a phenomenal store. And you have been through, through so much with your store from the past. Uh, you ended up going ahead and uh, reopening your store. And we had been talking. Now, I know you're having a psychic fair coming up, but the thing that really fascinated me about you, Robin, is really how strong you are. And it's really funny because your last name is Armstrong. I know. I know. Right? <clears throat> and I'm going like, wow, how could this woman go through all of this? And yeah, then, my husband calls me headstrong, leg strong, arm strong. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know what? I want to I wanna share with the people, uh, you know, you were able to reopen your store, your beautiful metaphysical bookstore. I've been there many times. Um, I've been at your store. This year, I'm not coming out. I normally do come out. I know. Uh, and we're going to miss you. I know. I know. And we'll be doing, we'll be doing, I'll still be doing the readings at your psychic fair. Yes. On Saturday, or on Sunday, as a matter of fact. Sunday. Yep, yep. this coming Sunday from noon until 5. And, um, but I want to I wanna ask you a couple of questions, if that's okay with you. Sure. Yeah, okay. So I wanted to know, how did you ever get started in thinking about opening up a metaphysical bookstore? Okay, well, I'm not really a bookstore. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, metaphysical store. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got a little bit of everything and a lot of things you won't get anywhere else in town. Um, mm-hmm. How did I get to this point? Yeah, um, you're, you're actually a musician. You're an artist. <laughs> yeah, I've been a musician for forty years. Um, I'm old hippie at heart, and uh, and I just I love the world of metaphysical, and I've gone through a lot of Physical illnesses, you know, I've had cancer four times. Mm-hmm. God bless. Um, and it's like, you know, it came up every decade. And I just, I, I've just always loved um, tapestry carpets and tapestries and plants and, um, you know, awesome reading since you brought it up and since the whole thing. And, you know, I lived in those stores when, I mean, no matter where I go, even on vacation, I look for the fun little tie-dye stores, and um, it's just always been a dream of mine. I mm-hmm. owned I owned a coffee shop back in uh, Oregon, mm-hmm. well, a coffee mm-hmm. and deli shop, that um, I actually had to close that because I had cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up back in Nebraska, but it's just, it's been a dream Been family businesses. My grandparents owned a, uh, a bar and, uh, a cleaning plant. Okay. And I just grew up around business. And as you said, I am a very headstrong person. So, um, I kind of like to lead myself because I have good common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a good team player, but if I see an easier way to do something, I want to do it. 
So working smart really has probably become more of a motto for you, right? Yeah, and I'm still working on it. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, one thing I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got QuickBooks when I reopened the store, and right. I am still trying to figure it out. Okay. You know, so it's like I'm working smart, but it's taking me some time to get smart enough. <laughs> there you go. I know. As we age, I think I learn something new every single day, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I don't think you ever stop learning. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, it's just been a dream of mine, and I refuse to be defeated. Um, yes. You know, and reasons for my store closing um, here before uh, was due to medical and some, you know, personal reasons. Yeah. Um, And it's been two and a half years. And again, you know, it got delayed to reopen because (laughs) of medical reasons. And... uh, Mm -hmm. I've two and a half years paid storage on two storage units. Oh, my God. And it kind of, you know, when COVID started, seeming like it was calming down, um, I just decided it's like, okay, I either need to get her back up, which is what I really want to do, or sell it out. So I I went on a mission. We're all biting at the bit, waiting for you to open the store again, Robin, because every loves you. You're oh. not only is your store magical, but your energy is phenomenal. And uh, just coming in to be able to talk to you and, you know, see what new things you've brought into the store. I, I can't wait to get back down there and see your store also. Yeah. You know, again, I'm going to say, I'm just, you know, I'm really sad that you're not going to be able to be here this year. Yeah. Um, I've, already had three, I've already I'll had three Zoom. people come in to sign up for the seance, you know, and, uh, I had to tell him it wasn't happening this year. Oh, we can work something out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, good. So, yeah, I'll tell you, since COVID, you know, and that's what I want to talk to you about, too. Since COVID, um, so many people have actually uh, gone to, when they say that things will never be the same, some will, some will stay the same, some things will change forever. Uh, if you thought about buying stock, Zoom would have been the thing to buy stock in. Amazon would have been the thing to buy stock in. <clears throat> and um, Probably still have, is. Yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever would have thunk it, right, that we'd go be living through a pandemic. But even in the face, so, so what I'm saying is I'm doing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of my psychic readings by Zoom now. I'm actually doing psychic house parties by Zoom. And this year, believe it or not, I'm going to be doing a seance by Zoom. So... That's what Interesting. We can, yeah, we can talk. Um, but you now you are going to be uh, doing a um, psychic fair. That's going to be coming this, this weekend. Yay! Yes, yeah. it is. Yep, yep. And um, so, can you tell us what people can look forward to seeing or experiencing at your store? I mean, I will be there on Sunday from noon until five. And I'll be doing my readings virtually so people can come in, walk in, they're available. Welcome. And our little beautiful meditation room. Yes, yes. So who else will be there, though? What other readers will be there? What other things do you have? I know you've got crystals. Uh, do, do, what else can people look forward to being there? Kidding. 
Well, we have Samson Buyer that's going to be um, doing, you know, some crystal work on people and mm. um, selling his uh, his gemstones. And uh, Samson actually travels around doing shows um, for a company uh, to distribute their gems and minerals. And I mean, he's got wow. some nice stuff. Um, his lady Noreen uh, does a, uh, a singing therapy. Wow! Uh, it's really interesting. I've never uh, seen that before. Um, okay. But um, I do. This is an annual thing because Lincoln does not offer. They try to, but it doesn't really offer a lot for um, you know psychic fair gatherings. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. this next year, we're actually going to try again. We did it uh, about four years ago, um, uh, but doing a big uh, psychic fair mm-hmm. uh, on the south side of Lincoln. But anyway, um, so then we also have Samantha um, Galantine that does, uh, I never, I always mess this up. Um, sound vibration group therapy. Wow, now that's and interesting. It's uh, I love it. You know, you just lay and get into a meditative state, and she works with singing bowls and gongs and chimes, and it's it's so relaxing. Wow. Um, and let's see. Then we actually have some new people because there are there are so many people. Um, I have a couple people that are coming down from Iowa. Wow. Uh, one of them is a shaman, and the other gal uh, does Reiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have emotional coding, um, which I am, you know, uh, going to be doing with Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I did go out to her place and took a friend of mine there who really needed some help. And, um, I mean, she was in really bad shape from the loss of a a spouse and doing this emotional coding Mm -hmm. really, you know, um, kind of brought her back. So are you You talking about the emotion code by Dr. Nelson, uh, Bradley Nelson, the emotion code? I believe so. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm a practitioner of that also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather has been working with them. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's see. What else do we have? We have all kinds. Oh, we have this really cool lady Mm -hmm. um, from Indiana who's going to be here via Zoom on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) What is her name? Oh, that would be Jorianne, the coffee psychic. Uh, That's right. Um, right. Yes. Um, we have Lynette. Well, actually, she goes by Nettie Marie when she's reading. Oh. Uh, she's also a medium um, yeah. and does medium consultations. I want to tell people, hang on, about Lynette. So, Nettie, I want to tell you. So, when we were at your store, it may have been the year before when we were doing your amazing psychic fair, Robin. My friend Kimberly always assists me when I go down there. And she... She ended up doing I remember meditating. Yes, yes, getting an EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. And I do. I remember that. 
Yeah, she still plays it at all of my psychic parties that I go to so the so my clients can listen to the, you know, the dead voice coming through. And, you know, if people are really, really quiet, this is what I tell people. I always invite the dead to come through and leave a message for the, you know, the readers, our clients. Mm-hmm. And and you I've got at least a I have got a um, what do you call it? A collection probably of a hundred or hundred and fifty spirit voices. I've got a cow mooing in the background. I've got a woman's voice saying, thank you, Jorianne. Thank you. Really, she said, thank you, Jorianne, because I said thank you to her. And then on the record, because I heard her in my mind saying, thank you, Jorianne. And then when I played the recording back, you hear a voice saying, thank you, Jorianne. Just like that, I'm going like, whoa, how did that happen? Oh, that that is very cool. I remember, um, and I've been closed for two and a half years, so it's actually been more like <clears throat> three or four years. Okay. Um, but I remember that we did the Wayuka Cemetery um, yes. walk. The cemetery walk, yes. And, oh, my God, there were a lot of people there. Um, and I ended up, I kept kind of drifting away from everybody because it was too loud and I was seriously trying to, you know, talk, you know, see if I could pick anything up. And I remember when I played my tape back, um, I was over by, there's a, the famous uh, unknown girl. Yes. And I was over there by myself. Everybody was way ahead of me. If you remember, you guys had to keep calling me. Yes. <laughs> get back up with the group. Um, but, but yeah, I got the little EVP that just said, wow, telling me to leave, leave. Leave. Oh. Yes. If you're in a cemetery and they're telling you to leave, I would hightail it out of there. I've got to tell you. But the thing yeah, is, well, you, don't hear you guys were hollering at me. Sure. You guys were hollering at me or people were hollering at me to catch up, so. Well, but you know, you, you, so you don't hear the EVPs until afterward. So when I tell people right. when I do my psychic readings, I said, make sure you guys listen afterward and then listen for either a soft whisper. You could be hearing fluttering like the wings, everything. It's just really cool. So what, And what the breath. You? you can oh. hear breath. You wow. know, I mean, like you can hear your own breath and it's really important that you don't misinterpret your breath yes. with something coming through. Yeah, and that's you know when uh, when I heard mine, that's what I kept listening for. Was that a breath by me? But then, you know, it just was. You could hear the L and you could hear the V. Yeah. Wow. I do that to my I do that to my granddaughters like Josie, <laughs> Josie, and she's like, knock it off. <laughs> oh my God! You know there is. So much spiritual spiritual fun to have. And, that, you know, some people make some of this stuff so significant and so heavy and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the bottom line is we're all spirits. We're incorporated in human bodies right now. So we're spiritual beings having a human experience, not human beings having this psychic, this spiritual, you know, experience. So mm-hmm. spirits first and foremost, why can't we be able to talk to the dead? They want to talk to us, you know. Well, you know, one of the things that's, always, you know, something that I think about once in a while is, you know, a lot of people don't believe and I'm not anybody to try and force any kind of belief on somebody. 
You know, but what is it? We only use 2% or 10% of our 12% or whatever of our brains. Mm -hmm. So why is it so hard for people to believe that everybody is born different and a lot of people are born, you know, with the other, other parts of their brains. Do you understand what I'm saying? Other parts of their brains that function for them, but they, you know, but we don't know how to get in touch with that. You you know, know. I mean, it's kind of like with, with autism, you know, um, a lot of people are just, stand back from that and say, you know, it it scares them or something, but it's like you have so many geniuses that have autism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, parts of their brains that a lot of us are not in touch with does, you know, I mean, it just makes sense that at some point there are going to be people who are born with different parts of their brains that function where ours don't. Yes, yes. And people have made the psychic stuff, the spiritual stuff, uh, taboo or bad or scary when actually we are all yeah. born with our psychic abilities. And if you don't push it away, you can you can learn to listen. You can see dead people because you're just basically seeing their energy body, their astral body, you know. And right. and they can tell you, they can forewarn you of events or tell you to be careful for something. That's 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 what's happened to me. And mm-hmm. I love communicating with the dead. So I think for people, you know, I teach psychic development classes also. And I think everybody should learn how to embrace their spirituality and also their strengthen their relationship with God. God, the universe, universal creator, whatever you call God, to strengthen that part of you because that is your God-given right, really. We're all made out of energy, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and everything that surrounds us is made from energy. Totally. Some you is faster so, than others. Yep. Right. You know, and to me, spirit, you know, the, the spiritual realm is energy. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it seems to me that we could all connect somehow. We're all but connected, I, I, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, uh, oh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. There's the real Robin. It'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had the real Robin, but (laughs) yeah. So should people, um, just, so here's another thing too. I've, I've had, and I don't know where it's at. I should probably see if I can find one. Um, should people have certain questions? Now, do you do readings yourself? Do you do readings? Ever? I did readings like 35 years ago when I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do, you know, I mean, I, I learned the tarot cards, the original tarot cards back when you didn't have, you know, a thousand to choose from. Um But that's pretty much it for me. But I also grew up in a house that was 125 years old with Roman pillars. Oh, my God. And a double stairwell that came up Mm -hmm. and met, and then you go up one main thing of stairs. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it sounds rich, but it's not. I mean, it was just a it was a great old house. Okay. And okay. I, we, all of us had experiences in that house, and but we weren't afraid. Yeah. Because you know nothing was ever threatening, but. Um, but I'm getting yeah, we'd be, right now. When you're we'd talking. be on the well, we'd be on the second floor, and you had a stairwell that you know was a walk-in attic, and you walk up the stairs and you go in there. Um, and we, you know, there were four bedrooms on the floor below it, which were all my siblings and I, and we, we would hear, um, stomping feet across that floor, you know, and of course my older brother would go up and check it because the rest of us were too chicken. Yes, Um, yes. (laughs) And, uh, there was never anything there. And then, um, one night a girlfriend and I came home and we were sneaking in because we were really late. Yes. And uh, we got up to the the first part of the stairwell, yes. and the front door opened and slammed. I've had that experience. I've well, the, yeah, you know, but we locked the door every night. Yeah. Um, and so I go back down there and check it because I'm thinking, okay, we left the door unlocked. Well, we start going up the stairs again, and the door opens and slams and at that point my mother hollers at us. Oh my god. And my girlfriend and I are looking at each other and I wasn't going back near the door at that point. I knew. I just checked it, it was locked. And it yeah. did it a third time. Wow. Okay, and, and that was it. But then we had, you know, like pool tables from my grandparents' bar down in the basement. This is after they closed the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of the teenage hangout, um, and we would be down there, and it would sound like a herd of elephants running across the living room floor. But we <laughs> knew nobody was home. But a couple would go, a couple of us would go running up there, and there would be nobody there. But the biggest so cool. experience, yeah, the biggest experience for me, and this is really weird. Um, I was laying in my bed one night, and I didn't sleep in my room for three weeks after that. Wow. But I, I went. I was laying in my bed, and I looked up, and I felt like I was in a Star Trek show. Wow. Because there was just this this light, mm-hmm. but it was, like, moving around into different shapes and forms. Wow. And, I mean, it was probably only about 18 inches big. Okay. Okay. But it, I, I noticed it right, you know, um, when it came by my door, and I just was paralyzed. And then I watched it. It just wow. swept over to the other wall and okay. disappeared, like like wow. into the wall. You know, and I immediately, it's like some people would think, oh, well, it's car lights. Well, it wasn't no. car lights. No, um, no, because it was just too obvious uh, well, because thinking... of the different motions and everything and the different forms. I mean, it was just, oh. I would have I... to say alien, though, Robin, versus uh, spiritual. Wouldn't you think alien? No. Oh, so you think spiritual, not, so you think that was an apparition? Yeah, no, I, I think in. that was our ghost. And the reason is because oh, got it, got it, okay. about a month later, my other brother was in his room, and I went and I knocked on the door, and I opened it, 
and he's sitting there in the dark with a pen, pencil and a pad in front of him. And he said, this is our ghost. Wow. He had sat there and drawn it, uh, drawn it in the uh, dark. Wow. And the weird thing was is that it, it looked like what I saw. Wow. That's the, so, hey, no, yeah, I'm going to oh, tell you, we did, we did just get a couple callers that called in. So people are able to call in and for uh, to ask you a question or to ask me a question. So, um, okay. so, so you guys hang in there a second. One thing I wanted to share, because I was going to tell you, uh, when people come in, what can they, what can people do to prepare themselves for a reading? But I've got a list here. I want to read this to people. And what can they, I'm sorry, what can they what? What should they do to prepare themselves to get a psychic reading? And I, and I know one of the things is, um, here, here's a list that I was given from my uncle years ago, and he was an exorcist. I'm also an exorcist. But he was teaching classes and stuff. First, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh yes, ma'am. I love doing exorcisms. That's really it's an uh, oh, it's amazing. I have to oh, separate shows sometimes. Oh, out. it's so fun to go face a demon. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's like, come here, you little brat. Okay. So the the first thing is to seek a medium's help at a time when you are relaxed and undisturbed. If not, put your mind at ease and relax. Mm-hmm. The second one is allow the medium to proceed in his or her own matter because every psychic is different and they do readings differently. Do not mm-hmm. expect your first problem to be discussed at once. Be patient. Number three, no medium wants or needs your help. Do not attempt to confuse them. Let them know when they're correct. Be fair. Skepticism, demanding proof. Arguing or waiting, wanting things done your way only leads to failure. Expect good. The fifth one says spirit often manifests by name. Evidence comes in many other oh, Yeah, often manifests by name. Evidence comes in many other ways, description, relationships, simple tests, etc. Please be willing to verify. Number six, do not be too quick to say no. Wait, you will soon understand the messages. Number seven, the true value of, re- of a reading is not always measured by prophecy. Prediction is always possible, but you have free will to make your changes. Guidance is the keynote here. Number eight, mediumship is not fortune telling. It says, a good reading should explain the philosophy of right living, expect the truth. Number nine, every medium has his or her unique way. It's unfair to compare the abilities of mediums. And number 10, do not try to prolong the reading. The medium realizes when the force is gone, please come again. So these are tips that I put in um, all of my flyers so people can just reflect on that because you, you don't want to cross your arms. You don't want to cross your legs. You don't want to come in here with an attitude like a chip on your shoulder saying, I've right. had this before. All right, I'm, go ahead, prove it. Prove it to me that you're psychic. Yeah, and a lot of, there are a lot of people yeah. that, that do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I want to add one more thing to that list. Leave yourself open for interpretations. Yes. You know, um, I actually had a friend in here um, this last week, uh, a, new, a new acquaintance, mm-hmm. and um, he is coming in this weekend. He's, he's never had his cards read or anything. Wow. Well, actually he has, and he said, you know, that he got the death card and he got – 
like the Nine of Swords and uh, some, I don't remember what other card he said. And he just took it all as, you know, he just said it's it's scary, you know, and you get the mm-hmm. death card. And I'm like, the death card does not mean you're going to die exactly. or that somebody around you is going to die. Yeah. You know, it is a matter of interpretation. Yes. Um, and that's, well, I'll, yeah. Um, so that's my big death, thing. Yes. Yeah. I always tell people my readings are very literal or symbolic. That is correct. So, and if the death card does come up, the way I was taught, it depends on the surrounding cards, but it also means change, transformation, letting go of the old to make room for the new. It's the card. All right. Rebirth. The physical world. Yep. So Insight, we'll, all kinds of things. Yes. It's, so let's do this. Let's let's see who we have online here. Okay. And uh, and let me see. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hello, Jorianne. This is Tamika, and I'm calling from Long Island, New York. Tamika, how are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tamika, right? Or is it Mamika? Tamika. T like Tom. A N is a Nancy. Yeah. K A. Yes, thank you, honey. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? <sighs> so, so. Um, basically, I um, wanted to ask you about my job. So I left the horrible job that I had always asked you about if you saw me leaving. I left. I just started a job because I was applying to, like, work-at-home jobs and jobs out of state, and I hadn't gotten any luck. So I just started a job. It's retail. I just started it, like, last week, but... I don't think I could physically do it because I'm in such bad I don't pain. think you can't either, honey. Hang on a second, Tamika. Let me tell you right away. When you said about this job that you currently are in, that you just got, I see you washing your hands clean of it and going on to do something else. Me, personally, the vision that's coming up to me is I see you in an office environment that you will be sitting at a desk. And I'm not quite sure, but I'm also getting a sense of, I don't know if this is insurance, if this is real estate. I'm not sure. It's it's something where you'll be assisting somebody in an office environment with their business. Okay? But the one that you're going to right now, ma'am, I really think you're going to be leaving. I I just think you're going to be leaving that job. And and I truly hope that that makes sense to you. Um, But I think you'll be leaving that one, Tamika. I honestly do. Okay. Um, okay, hang on a second. It may, it does may, that make sense to you, Tamika? It does because I'm in a lot of pain. My feet, I can't physically do it. Today I was supposed to go in and I had to call out because I can't stand for eight hours straight on my feet anymore. And right now, all morning, oh, I've been God, applying yeah. to jobs online. And all I really want to do is have, like, either an office job or work from home, like you said, and move out of state. And it's just yep. like I don't know if that will ever happen, you know? Well, it's really weird because when I think about you moving out of state, I can honestly, this might sound crazy, but I almost feel Chicago around you. Have you ever thought of Chicago? No, but I'm open because I haven't traveled really to anywhere. So if that's where, you know, I'd be happy and doing well, I'm okay with it. We've got got jobs at hiring signs in every other business in Lincoln. Wow. And Lincoln wow. is uh, actually Nebraska is supposed to be um, one of the top states for affordability to live. We, wow. You know, we don't have the, you know, outrageous rent prices and the jobs are 
phenomenal and, and, and never ending here. And I love Lincoln, Nebraska too. So, so Tamika, you might want to, uh, Robin, how would you, you've moved before. So how would you suggest that Tamika would start checking out different states and the cities and things like that? Because you've done it. What would you tell her to do? You go online, Tamika. Um, I actually did this once. Um, I used to just, I traveled all over as, with vans, but we were actually talking about relocating someplace, the whole band. And we went online and started checking out the Chamber of Commerces and finding out the population and, and getting an idea of what the rents are and what, you know, job availabilities there were. You can do that for each individual place. Um, you just get, you know, pull up their Chamber of Commerce for whatever place you're looking at. Yeah, I keep trying. Um, I'm just so exhausted, like, because I've been trying at this for so long, and now I'm just, like, home in pain right now, you know? Like, I don't know how to get myself I'm out sorry, of here. Um, but you know, do you have um, a specific condition or anything, or are you just, it's just in pain because, um, in general? Um, well, it's just from because when you I see, first... Right? Yeah, because I worked in retail for I worked in retail for a lot of years since yeah. I was like sixteen, seventeen, and so after many years of doing that, till you're like in your thirties, you just can't do it anymore, and that's why I can't. Yeah. Like I thought I could, but this is just I had to call out of the job today. Like I could, I can't. I'm like crippled right now, not literally, but yeah. in pain. Yeah. You know, like so I can't, and and I feel scared because I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to get a job that I can like be independent and support myself, be able to move out and just start the next chapter and be able to you live on my own. You might try but checking out, you know, you might try uh, checking um, around to find some kind of a vocational rehab. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but you know what? I, it's been so long. It's like I kind of put that out of my head, but they're the ones that got me here. Oh, nice. I, I am a licensed CNA and med aide. Um, and I, I keep my license up, and I actually, right before I opened the store, I'd been working, um, you know, private care yeah. and home um, for four years. But when I injured myself and I couldn't do it anymore, um, I got turned on to Boke Rehab, and they actually offer grants. They, um, they gave me a grant after I was working with them for a few weeks, um, and they they hired somebody to come and help me write out a business plan. Wow. Um, then they gave me some money to help me get it started. Um, but if anything, I'm not saying, you know, you, you go do all of that and open your own business if, if, because if you're in that much pain, it takes a lot of hours and a lot of physical um, but they can still retrain you um, mm-hmm. for something that you can do. Mm-hmm. Does that make? Does that help you, Tamika? Because again, with the things, me personally as a professional psychic, I'm seeing that you also have to start exercising and getting yourself back in shape. I don't even know if that makes sense to you right now, but I, I well, see that for you, and I also, and I also see you uh, going to a specific medical doctor to really start examining what's going on for you, honey, neurologically, okay? 
Yeah. I would check I into think. that. But the yeah, but the things that Robin just told you, oh my God, honey, I would so uh check into the vocational uh rehab programs and stuff they've got available around you. But they I don't cost anything. Vocational okay. rehab doesn't cost anything for you to go. They are there to okay. help. Beautiful. Well, Tamika, thank you for calling in today. It was great hearing from you again. You too, Jorian. I do. You, you don't see me moving anytime soon, do you? Or do you see it? Um, like in me, I see the number two. So I don't know if that's two months or two years. But do I think you're going to be moving? I do. I do oh. think you'll be moving. I think there's going to be changes at your location. But the number two comes up when I think about it. As a matter of fact, for some reason, I'm feeling something around February, which would be the second month of the year. Okay. Okay. Did you say you were from New York? Yeah, Yeah, I live in Long Island, but I really want to move from here. I'm not a New York person anymore. It's not happy. It's overly expensive. It's for someone like me that doesn't have children and is not married. You know, they don't really have a way for me to start my life. And it's just, where I live is also not healthy for me because it's um, my mom's home and I have like a lot of bad things and memories that happened to me here when I was younger. So I'm kind of like still living in the negative environment too. So yeah. Fresh air does amazing things. What does Robin? Fresh air. Yes. Fresh air. I, I, I hate <laughs> cities to tell you the truth. Lincoln is what 300 around 300,000 and it's way too big for me. You know, but, yeah, when you're, especially if you're in a, a city like New York, and that's a very, from my understanding, very fast pace. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like you need to get to a place that's got a lot slower pace. Yeah, I would love that. But I, I, I've been trying to find a way out of here so I could do it, you know, live on my own, and I... I just haven't gotten anywhere. Like the job I just left, I applied to them because they had locations in Florida. They end up screwing me over so badly in human resources where they kept putting these writers mm-hmm. in my record so that I wouldn't be able to transfer and they ruined my record. So that was my chance of, you know, transferring with a company that was out of state. So I had to leave them because I wasn't going, it wasn't going anywhere. So now I'm like here now. And, and I don't know. So, so I want, I want to, Tamika, I want, I want you to remember, I know you've listened to me on the show before. I know we've spoken before. I talk about candle magic. I talk about the art of manifestation. And that would be you like doing a vision board about what you want to manifest in your world. And it would be very specific, not just I want a dog, but I want a teacup poodle versus a St. Bernard. You've got to be so specific about what you want, and you've got to visualize it. And even doing candle magic rituals two weeks before the full moon about visualizing what you want, the changes in your world, things like that, that would be you being proactive and asking the universe to come in and help you make these changes. So there's a real good book out there by Raymond Buckland, also the book The Secret. I want to encourage you, and we're going to move on to our next caller right now, too, but I want to encourage you to take the information that Robin gave you, the information that I just shared with you, because for sure, sometimes we can get defeated, but please remember, don't give up your own personal power of creating your world. 
because you have your dreams, you have your hopes, your desires. And all you have to do is really learn how to write them down, visualize them, just like Jesus. Look at, look at Robin, you know, how one woman survived her business during the pandemic. Robin just pulled herself right back together after having had cancer four times. Come on, you guys. You know, did Robin's vision go away? No. Robin just had to wait for the right time. And Tamika, I think it's like you too. Timing is everything. So get your visualization out there and just say, this is it. This is what I'm creating for myself. And then ask the universe for help. And the universe Take a chance because you get up, you. if you get up and you get out of New York, just buy a bus ticket, um, you know, and go someplace where you know somebody and your doors will open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in a city so big and you're competing against so many people plus the pace with your pain. But mm-hmm. there's a whole world out there, you know, and people everywhere you go, there are places and people that will help you. And let Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. Yes. yes, ask God to bring you to the right people. All right, good luck, honey. Big hugs to you. Big hugs. All right, let's good see luck. who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Gosh, you're, I love you guys. So patient with all of us callers. I just oh, thank you, God, for your patience thank you. and your wisdom and talents. Oh, Lordy. But anyway, I got in, and I'm grateful. I'm on my knees saying thank you, thank you. I'm Lisa. Amen. And What's your I'm, name, honey? Lisa. Okay. Lisa. And I had a question for you, please. I am a business partner with my boyfriend, and he, okay. he, do you see any complications with a woman? Um, her name is Donna, and he knows her. We both know Lisa, her. tell me first, She's where, where are you calling from first? Where Arizona, calling from? Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. <laughs> okay, so the girl's name is Donna. What's your boyfriend's name? What, hang on a second. What is your boyfriend's <laughs> name, Lisa? Well, his name is Edward. All right, I got it. So you're talking Hello? About, you're talking about Donna I'm here. and you're talking Hello? about Edward. I'm here. Can you hear me? I'm here. I can yeah. hear you. Can you hear us, honey? Oh, okay. Oh, I can hear you guys. Okay. Oh, Ellie, I thought someone was saying hello. Okay, got it. So you said, you said, do I see a conversation between Donna and Edward or Donna and you? Well, okay, so this, we, my boyfriend and I are business partners. Do you see Donna complicating our business relationship? In other words, um, she trying to interfere, she trying to uh, influence our uh, working relationship. She started out as my friend many years ago, but then, you know, it didn't work out and she became very interested in my boyfriend. Do I, do I think she, I, so this is the word that I see when I think about you and the boyfriend. It feels to me like she has somewhat tried to soil the relationship between you and your boyfriend. Do I feel that there was a, um, a connection between your boyfriend and her that diminished your relationship positively? Okay. Or today, if it will, um, Uh, diminish our 
business relationship, my boyfriend and I. Do I think that that's been a part of the past? I think it's been a part of the past between him and her and you. And it feels to me like uh, he has uh, been trying to put it in his past. Okay, great. I'm grateful. He has Thank tried you, to move it away. Yes, he's been trying to move that bad memory, that bad experience away from him, and yet there she is. You get me? Like well, she's, she's this ugly little memory from the past. Yeah, they still yeah have but he's still trying talk. to separate himself. But he's still Good. trying to separate himself. I want you to know that, okay? Okay, so we are partners And he has a... Yeah, and he feel he has a bad feeling about it too from the past. Okay, good. Thank you, God. I just okay. want us, he and I to continue working as business partners without her influence being I would. I would. I would. Yeah. Forgive him, honey, and move forward. Oh God, yeah. Okay. Oh no, I don't. That's right? Not. I don't have enough energy to be on his case about that. It's just. I just want yeah, – you're right. Move forward. Focus on right now and get things done. That's all I and want. And I would that's pray that I... any – I would pray – I would pray for any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of having a successful relationship with your business partner. Ask that that negative energy be taken away. Thank you. I do, I do work on that very much so. And I uh, – thank you. And it's good to be reminded and have it reinforced. Yes. I just – And wish her success. Wish her, hang on, wish her success elsewhere. Okay? Yeah. You are so Wish her success elsewhere. Somebody else told me that, that as God loves me, God loves her. And I'm working on remembering that. And thank you for reminding me. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Lisa. The hard road. Well, good luck. And then, yes. Call, call us back later, and I'll just say this, too. If, uh, if you're looking for a more in-depth reading with me, um, that number is 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. You can check out um, for, for Robin's show, or for Robin's, um, she's going to have a psychic fair. You guys can actually go to Mountain Home Gypsy Imports, Get oh, a wow. virtual reading with me also on Sunday oh. at a really good price. At a really good price. Oh my! So yeah, but if you hang on, hang on the line here real quick. I'm going to play a little music here just for a minute, and um, hang on here. Let's see how this goes. Listen to the sound of the Maxwell House coffee pot at work. Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. Because it's good ground Maxwell House. Maxwell House coffee is good to the last drop. Enjoy the rich, fresh taste 
of Maxwell House coffee. The ground coffee that tastes as good as it smells every time. Maxwell House. I love that song. Man, I haven't had that. I haven't heard that in a long time. And remember, you guys, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, so we're supposed to have coffee songs. And thank you for the Maxwell House coffee song and also Frank Sinatra's The Coffee Song in my opening. So, um, so Robin, we lost you there for a second. Yes. And uh, and I wanna and I wanna go back with um, with Lisa. So, uh, Lisa, can Hi. you hear me, honey? Oh yes, thank you. I love you, Frank. Oh yes, you're so welcome. <laughs> I know, I love it, I love it. So this is what I want to say before our before Robin has to go. I want to remind you guys that Robin is having her psychic fair. This is going to be uh, from noon. Now, hang on a second, Robin. Correct me. Please tell the, the folks about your psychic fear this weekend. It's going to be Saturday, October 23rd, and Sunday, October 24th. And uh, Saturday, the 23rd, from 11 to 7, Sunday, the 24th, from noon to 5. From noon to 5. Welcome, okay. Lincoln. Lincoln, Nebraska. Mountain Gypsy Home Imports. Yep. 5034 Old Cheney Road. Say it again. Five zero three four Old Cheney Road. Yes. And if people can walk in there, you guys can go there for psychic readings. Now, we've got some people from Arizona and New York. So for you guys, yeah. if you want to uh, call me up, and we're going to have a virtual, I will be there virtually for people, uh, that you can call 219-940-9292. Uh, we'll set up an appointment with you for some really, really good psychic fear prices. What um, is that number again? Yes, the number is 219-940-9292. And then, Robin, do you have a number that people can call you if they want to order some crystals, if they want to order jewelry, if they want to order any of your amazing spiritual clothes? They are phenomenal. Um, I do have a website. I have not got anything. I'm, I'm showing stuff, but we're we're working on getting the, you know, ordering out of the store set up. Um, but if you want to reach me, you can reach me either email at um, r at mountaingypsyhome dot com. My webpage r as in Robin at mountaingypsyhome.com. Okay. Uh, the webpage is mountaingypsyhome.com. Um, and we have a lot of things that go on here aside from the psychic fairs. Uh, we have belly dancing card readings twice a month. We have individual seminars. We had one on uh, essential oils on how to use them to help build your immune system and all kinds of stuff. Beautiful. A lot of fun stuff. Beautiful, Um, beautiful. We have um, national radio and blog and TV celebrities pop in, you know, via Zoom once in a while. And, uh, um, And hopefully next year it will be in person, and that would be Jory Ann. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. 
So, um, so I want to say, I want to say to Lisa. So you, I, I hope you feel um, uh, really a little more comforted about uh, the relationship with your boyfriend and this woman from the past. And even though she might be present, psych- psychologically, I feel that he's been really trying to push that situation away from him, okay? Thank you so much. I wish I were there at her psychic fair. I would just live there while she was having her psychic fair. I don't know. We don't have anything going on around here like that. <sighs> Dear, well, on. again, you can call up. You can call up for a virtual. You can actually be a part of the fair, and you can call up for a virtual reading with me as a part of her show, okay. as a part of her fair on Sunday. Okay. okay. Can I ask? Can I ask where in Arizona you are? I'm uh, in the Phoenix area, outside of the nice. Phoenix area. Oh, yeah. And it, it's so hard okay. for me to go and look. You know, I've been on this path, um, the spiritual path, since the middle '80s. And at that time, it was easier to find things that were – today, there's a lot of explo- you know, exploiting going on and people that will study wow. uh, New Age, like, for two weeks, and then they hang out their shingle, you know, and it's just kind of right. – like, I don't know. So I don't have time to be running from one fair to the other screening people. I just haven't been impressed. And it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's the way it is. It's okay. And I'm sure there's the real deal yeah. – um, yeah, there are. I've also been told that Sonoma, um, being popular for its aliens, is also um, a very metaphysical place. Um, yeah, I'm. I was oh, asking because I am actually coming. I am coming down there um, for the Gem and Mineral Show uh, the last oh, week of January. Really? Last oh, yeah. January. Get my. Yeah, get my gem and mineral stock for the store for the next year. Oh, maybe I'll go yeah. with you. Yeah, oh, that would be fun. Sedona is quite a trip to travel to, and I know Sedona has a lot of legit. I, I've been friends with spiritual teachers that lost the planet. They've since passed on. It's just hard to keep up with who's the real authentic, um, you know, in my area. Well, here, here's the thing. Hang saying. on. Hey, hang on, Lisa. Lisa, I want to, I want to ask you to hang on. This is what I want to say to you. There are so many people that are early, like they're just beginning. They're just starting. So maybe uh, holding the space, holding the energy that these people that are just brand new and starting have the intention that is good and that maybe you can support them. And because I remember when I was young and starting, and uh, I was grateful for the people to be patient. But again, it goes back to asking God to lead you where you're supposed to be going. So uh, with that, I, Robin, I cannot believe that this whole hour has passed so far. I know. This oh is fun. God. we got to do it more often. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And, Robin, one more time, please give out your, um, your email and your website for people to reach you. My email is r at mountaingypsyhome.com. Lisa, if you get in touch with me, I have a girlfriend that lives in Sholo, and uh, she knows some of the real people down there. Um, and my webpage is mountaingypsyhome.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. And, yes, I would love to have you back. All right, everybody, thank you so much. This is a special edition. Love um, you. Love you, Jorianne. Thank you for having me.
Thank you, Robin. Love you, too. Love you all, you guys. Talk to you next Thursday night right here at Your Psychic Connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Good night, everybody.